Action! Welcome back to another episode of Rip Through It, episode 7, I think. Um, as you may notice, we're in our new podcast room. We, uh, it's our my cinema room at home, but we've kind of changed it so Emma can have another spare room for our guests. But it's uh, currently under construction, but it's uh, looking pretty dope. Just need to get a couple more things like a pinball machine or something in the back there, a poker table maybe. And uh, I think we'd be able to get a few guests on. We've got a four-seater couch there ready to go for the guests. Um, it's it's looking like Rove and we're <laughs> back in the day. And we've got about, yeah, Rove McManus. Yeah, Rove yeah, McManus. Yeah. Yeah. We've got about five cameras set up in here, so we're just testing at all angles. So yep. bang, 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 bang. Yep. So yep. Uh, uh, welcome Sean Tobin um, from Exclusive Insight. He is uh, pretty famous now because he had a... A pretty big uh, hit on the weekend, didn't you? Uh, yeah, well, we've been working pretty closely with a number of media outlets since we launched. Um, but uh, on the weekend, Gay Rowan, for the first time, came out and, and spoke about yeah. um, leaving Sydney, as well as, um, as I'm sure you are probably aware, um, his baby daughter Willow yeah. um, passed away. Yes. Um, she was stillborn. And um, for the first time, he was able to open up in a trusted environment, and, and we worked really closely with him. And um, I think a lot of people, including yourself, Thought it was amazing for him to come out and speak, which was really really nice. Yeah, I gave him some love on Instagram. I saw that. Yeah. I actually watched it and went viral pretty What'd much. What do you think? I really liked it. Um, the camera angle looked good. Now Gary yeah. Rowan, he spoke really well. And um, obviously, it's a tough time that would have gone through his life and with his family and stuff. So I was more intrigued as well about um, what happened with Sydney and letting him go in, in terms of that um, – Putting, putting it back on him that it was family reasons which it wasn't that's what I was like oh damn yeah yeah it surprised yeah, me yeah. Um, so were you sitting there during the whole thing I I wasn't I was oh, okay. um, I unfortunately wasn't able to be there Gary actually yeah. led that one yeah your um, boy Gary he's going to come up later we'll yeah talk about him soon yeah and uh, and our co-founder uh, Jazz was there and um, that surprised me but at the same time he had some wonderful things to say about yeah, Sydney yeah. and particularly with how they handled um, the situation um, with his partner Amy and, and obviously the passing of Willow so um, from that standpoint, um, yeah, I, I surprised me, but um, I, uh, I I saw there was a lot of commentary around it as well when, yeah. when we worked with Channel 7 on that. And if you haven't seen the interview, go to... ExclusiveInsight.com. Uh, it's our lead story at the moment, and um, we'll, we'll continue to, to promote all things um, you know, away from football as well, as we yeah. did on the weekend. And um, I think for us, it was about... Again, creating a, an environment where athletes um, like Gary can feel comfortable enough talking about those yeah. really hard topics. And that's the thing with podcasts and um, like little media companies like yourself, there's a couple others out there um, in Australia who do similar things. Um, this is that comfortability factor that they're trying to, it's you telling the story, you're like controlling the narrative and that's what it's all about. I think that's why um, I think Zach Tui and Lockie Henderson have started a podcast. Is yeah, that, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Him and yep. I think they got Chris Judd on uh, this week. So yep. um, they've obviously forked out a few dollars for Juddy because he doesn't do anything for free these days. I so, hear that. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> no, nah, they're, they're, they're doing well. But yeah, there's, that's that's the avenue to go down these days. And, and the topics we're going to talk about later as well kind of um, yep. you know rings that bell. So, But yeah, busy weekend for the Robinson household. Yeah, so I saw on Instagram <laughs> that uh, you went to a very famous concert on Sunday yeah, afternoon, Post yeah. Malone. Post Malone. So yep. I'm actually, Partied like yeah, a rock star. Partied like a yeah. rock star. I'm actually a pretty yeah. big fan of him. Um, and I, I was going to – he played Saturday and Sunday night. I was going to go Saturday, but we finished pretty late after the game. Yep. Um, I think it was like 8.30 and he's, he comes on at 9, so it would have been a bit of a rush hour. But um, 
So I kind of put that in the back burner. Then Big Dan Rich, he knows everyone and anyone. He has the hookups oh, really? to the law. Yeah, he, um, okay. he's, good a, to know. he's a bit of a tight ass. So he doesn't like spending his money that he doesn't have to spend on. And he had a very good uh, hookup in Gary. So if Gary, if you're watching, which I highly doubt it, uh, thank you for that. No, he doesn't miss a show. He doesn't miss a show. No, no. he's an avid listener. He's our number one yep. subscriber. So 100%. Um, yeah, we went a little bit of VIP trip and parked the car at the back near, near the tour buses. Um, or like got... Th- Taken through, you know, all the alleyway you go through, and yep. you see all the all the behind the scenes. Yeah, where all the important people are. Very important people. That's what VIP means. Um, yeah. And then we just seated. I, I wouldn't have gone if I had to stand because my legs were shot after the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we got some pretty good seats. Took the misses. Brandy points there. Fantastic. And then she bloody she sprays me for not getting a Billy Eilish tickets this week. I think she was the last time. You know, Billy Eilish, oh, that, that um, that yeah, fifteen year old, sixteen year old who's like depressing as. Yeah, as I have. Before. I am. F- I'm familiar. I'm not the target audience, but yeah, I am familiar. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Definitely not. Um, her four or five songs sound like it's one extended song, so I'm not a big fan. But Emma's um all over that shit. Yeah. Um, so she what not happy that you know? <laughs> nah, she just. That's the thing with um, partners. Like you do something nice for them, and they they forget pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I think Post Malone Post is Ma- probably quite not up there. Yeah, well, um, she actually was surprised. Like she's been playing his songs the last couple of days straight since yeah. we went to the concert. But um, even Richie, like he's a bit, of, you know, he's a bit of a white boy. Like obviously I'm a white boy, but he's, yeah, he's yeah. like he was even bobbing the head and enjoying yeah, it. So yeah. you know, it was a good, it was a good concert. Yeah, that's wicked. And uh, Chance is becoming a man. <laughs> 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 He's growing up before my eyes, my boy. Uh, yeah, he lost his first tooth, and it was the funniest shit I've ever seen. I might actually play it on the video on YouTube if you go on there. Yeah, um, just search rip through it on YouTube. So I was up, I was upstairs on the recovery boots doing my thing. Yeah, and um, he, I hear him crying like hysterically, and I'm like, oh shit, what's he done? Like probably like yeah, not the pool sp- again. Not the pool. No, <laughs> took the pool down for the winter, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah. cold as fuck. Up Good here. move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I thought like something bad happened. He came up and like, oh, my tooth. And then he showed me his bottom tooth and it was wobbly. So bef- here he is now coming downstairs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apologies for anyone because we might have to stop a couple of times because we're in the cinema room now where the kids can see everything. Yeah, but we've yeah, got an audience, live yeah. audience. Chancey, come here and show us your tooth. Yeah. Come show your tooth. Come on, come show us. Over can, this way. Get over here. Get a dash. Watch out for all the cameras. It's a maze. Show, show your tooth here. Come here. Show you your tooth. Get in, get in, yeah. get in. There it is. There it is. All right, get out of here now. <laughs> your iPads, your iPads out on the bench. Yeah, so um, he came upstairs crying, hysterics, and I was like, oh, no. Um, then his tooth was wobbling. Yeah. Um, and then me and Emma, Emma and I had to explain to him that it's, you know, it's a normal thing. Everyone loses their, their baby teeth. And yeah. I kind of offered him, you know, you got tooth fairy's going to come, you're going to get money. Then he kind of, oh, okay. Oh, the tooth fairy. Tooth fairy you got to introduce him to yes. the tooth fairy. So, yeah, yeah. So he was pumped about that. And yeah. so he put his tooth, it came out actually um, Saturday night after the game. Um, I was pretty angry at the game, so I came home and just knocked his tooth out. Nah, joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. No. He came I out, came out willing. Spilled, so, yeah, spilled, spilled into the fifth yeah, quarter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, nah, he went to sleep, and we put. I actually had twenty bucks ready to go, and Emma was like, "You can't give him twenty dollars." And I thought, "Oh, okay." I was just twenty bucks. First tooth. He's not going to use it. What's he going to do with like dollar coins? Yeah, anyway? he won't know the difference between the value of yeah, twenty dollars yeah, and a dollar. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I had twenty in my wallet, um, and she said no, and then we just put a few coins in in the in the tooth fairy bag and. Um, he's been talking about it ever since. So, sweet, fantastic. He's to going to school and telling everyone else to take out their tooths. Yeah, he's like, hey, he oh, starts doing a little bit of tooth collections, and he brings them home. Now he's got a business going on. Jeez, he is smart. He's smart. He's uh, yeah. he's a Robinson after he's all. One hundred percent. But uh, and a lot, lot obviously happening in football. Probably the most um, amount of 
Uh, I mean, last week there was obviously a, a bit going on, but over the weekend there's plenty <laughs> yeah. to talk about. And yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah, where do we start? Uh, well, you, you'd want to start with the ones that's pretty big news at the moment. But, you know, we are the, we are the people's podcast, so we're going to give our opinions on it. I, I wasn't wanting to talk about all this stuff, but um, they're pretty hot topics. Nothing is off limits, Mitch. Off limits, we know yeah, that. We made an agreement before this show that nothing is off limits regardless yeah. of, uh, of where things sit. Yeah, so now, now I know we got your exclusive insight name from because we're just giving so many. We give out nuggets left, right and centre. Okay, I think we can start with the Stephen May one. Yep. And I understand the situation because I've been in it a few times in my career and even just on Sunday night, I would have loved to have a beer at the concert, but um, it's kind of an unwritten law between the week period, between the next game, you can't really have a beer. Um, so explain to the people, yeah. there's a six-day break. Yeah, six-day break. So six-day yeah. break, you kind of stay away from that type of thing. Um, but it's insane that people have red wines during the week, so I don't see much of a difference. And yeah. so I've been trying to catch up on all the news and, you know, read between the lines and type stuff. And it just seems like Melbourne have um, the policy where if you're in rehab and soft tissue, there's no drinking or consuming alcohol. Yep. And most clubs have that and everyone's kind of aware of that. Um, yep. So in that point, he's made the wrong decision. Yep. But then there's, other, <coughs> then there's the other side to it, whereas getting penalised for going to a pub on a Sunday, um, he's obviously having a tough time. He's come down from the Gold Coast as a, as a captain yep. up there. That would have been a tough transition period to come to Melbourne Footy Club. He's gone to the big bloody bubble where footy's everything in Melbourne, 10 yep. teams down there. Everyone's going to know who he is now. He's been all over the media. Yep. Um, he's had a sluggish start to his career at Melbourne. Obviously got suspended in um, the JLT against us. Yep. Um, he came back unfit as what you know the club had said. Um, and then this kind of tops it off. And you've got to tread lightly because... This is where a lot of things start like appearing in players and um, the mental health issues around. Yep. And he could it could just be a throwaway line that he, you know he's struggling off field or what he just he just probably just wanted to be. But I, I know Stephen May pretty well, and I'm sure you know him from Gold Coast. You had five yep. or five, uh, six years six, with him. Six, six yep. years with him, so you know he's one of the most uh, best blokes going around, genuine bloke, and he's very yep. caring and stuff. So. Literally all he did, I think he went with Daniel Gorringe to the, to the pub and had two yeah. to three beers. That, yeah. that was pretty much it and, and yep. then went home. So to be scrutinised for that, it's it's tough. And especially the bloke that took that photo, you're a dickhead, mate. Just throwing that What a knob. You're a, yeah, what a you're, dick. You're a, you're a stain. Yeah. Um, not enough is made about that. Nothing's made about that. But, but that's the Melbourne bubble. Like every player that I talk to um, who's wanting to go to Melbourne, I always say, mate, I've been there. It's not a glamorous life. Like it's not what you think it is. Yeah. They think, you know, you're, on, you're in the papers, you're getting noticed. If you're single, the girls will know who you are when you go out to clubs and stuff. It's not like that at all. Like yeah. it's, You become it's, a target. You become a target. If you go out to clubs, people want to you know, get in the paper so they start on you. They get in your face. Um, you get haggled a lot. Um, there's a lot of things that go through that. So... I know, I know for a fact that there's a player like Aishi. I was, when Aishi went down to Melbourne, I was like, I was pretty close with him, caught up with him recently when he came up here to play against us. Um, I was telling him like, it's not not the glamorous lifestyle that everyone thinks it is when you go down. Like, I, I had one six years in, in the Melbourne bubble, and I yeah. obviously didn't didn't thrive in that situation. And we come to Brisbane, I'm loving life up here. Um, it's not the fact that oh, I can go down the pub and have a beer. It's just like yeah. I'm just you feel so stress free, and you can get about your business the way you need to. Um, and it's just the family lifestyle up here. Like, it's if I was going to trade a player, I'd bring him to Brisbane right now because yeah. it's sunny outside, beautiful outside. Oh, it's gorgeous outside. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so let's bring it back to to the Stephen May yeah s- situation. So, my my question to you is: Is it a blight on the game when 
a player. Let, let's forget the rules, the club rules, and the yeah. team um, yeah. uh, team team legislation for a second. Is it a blot on the game where a player can no longer go to the pub with two or three of his mates and and have a quiet beer? Now, I know Maisie um, from my days at the Suns, as you know, and I can. I can guarantee he's not having six or seven pints no. um, on a Sunday afternoon. I mean, no. he's a mature person and, and could handle himself quite well. But yeah. is it a blight on the game where players can't go out and put themselves in those situations anymore? It's the clubs are big enterprises now, like their organisation. So they want their marquee players to be in the peak physical condition. Obviously, May has been had a few niggles. I think he had a groin. Yeah, he's and now coming he's back from that. Coming yeah. back from a groin and then he had a hammy, I think. Yeah. So... Lewis has come out, Gorn has come out and said, um, you know, he's a few weeks away, so I guess they want him to be ticking all the right boxes, making sure that he's ready to go because um, I think they're two and five maybe. Yeah, I think they are now, yeah. And yeah. they've publicly come out and against Stephen May and said that he came back unfit as well. So yeah. I think the, the, the photos that we see of him having a beer, and it's a big bloody beer by the way, but insane, like insane, saying yeah, that, you, yeah. you, you can't, could be good value though. Could you be never good value. know. We you never know. We could be a know. light, light big beer. You yeah, don't they know. could have had a Sunday special going. We don't. <laughs> could be know. palm in a pot. That's, yeah. that's, that's the thing on a Sunday. Yeah. But, um, it's it's one of those things that I, you wonder why players tend to lean towards going to drugs because you can do that. So I, I need to ask you about oh, that. So that was yes, that was one thing I really wanted to ask. So uh, actually, we'll get to that. We'll we'll, we'll park yeah, that for yeah. for a second. So. Um, because you, you, you were you're going down the path of team rules as well, and yeah, and yeah. as Gorney said that there is a team policy in place yeah, in regards protocols. to drinking for, so, for rehab. So the one the one that he's – so they haven't sanctioned him at all. Yep. So you usually get a slap on the wrist first. Like obviously it's your first time you've, he's done it yep. um, and it's public. Obviously it's public notice. So they've backed him in. They've said he's you know struggling off field, which is fair enough. Yep. Um, he's gone down the pub with a good friend to open up. That's the Aussie way you do it. You want to get some shit off your chest. You talk yeah. to someone like good on him talking to someone because that, yeah. evidently that can lead to depression if you don't open up to anybody. So yeah. I've got absolutely no concerns with him going down the pub and having a beer with his mate. Um, yeah. If it was 3am and you see him like legless at a plug, I'm getting kicked out of a different club. Story. Different story. Yeah. Midday having a beer with a friend. Fuck, give the guy yeah. a break, man, honestly. Yeah. And that's what I couldn't understand. I mean, how many other everyday Australian men and women <laughs> – go to the pub with their friends to open up and, and talk about some of the personal challenges that they're going through. And, and we saw over the summer that there were a number of players who weren't opening up to their friends and family and found themselves in really dangerous situations. Like we, we, we need to be, we need to be giving players the opportunities to, to live normal lives. Yeah. And you know, what other stress outlets are there for them? If, Absolutely if they can't do that. That's the thing I struggled with big time. I had no hobbies outside of footy. So yeah. when I saw my counselor, when I first got up here, that was my first, point of contact that yeah i'm struggling off field i just got delisted now now i'm in brisbane i had to move all my family up here yep. times were tough early days were financially when i got up here so yep. when i was speaking to the counselor she's like what do you do outside of footy i'm like uh absolutely nothing like i had nothing yeah so we we try to figure out a few things to go around that um obviously alcohol wasn't great for me because what had led to my delisting at colton yep um so that's why obviously i've I had to start fresh up here, and then you know, I've got I had children at the time, so that yeah. that takes up a lot of weekends now, and that's yeah. all my downtime is yep. my kids and stuff. So, but obviously the fortnight stuff came along. That was really good for me to take my mind off footy because you yep. need that outlet, man. Like yep. being in Melbourne, that's why like you have no outlet. Like we, when we finish training up here, we can switch off because the media up here is just irrelevant. Yeah, like you might yeah. get. I mean, we just beat 
um, Swans on the weekend. We haven't been for 10 years and I was in the paper at my local cafe, Jacku. Shout out Jacku. Um, yes, yeah, yes. Shout out Jacku on the corner there. Yep. Um, and it was well, five pages deep in. So it was... We'll, you got to go find you yeah, gotta, you gotta, it. you got to find it. Like you wouldn't yeah. have noticed we're in there. So yep. that's the thing with... Um, he's been on the Gold Coast for... X amount of years, and he's just realizing, oh shit, this is Melbourne. This is it, yeah. yeah and you can't you can't get away with it. And, and and you you just touched on your own personal circumstances around not being able to have an outlet. Yeah. Now my, my concern, and it's been suggested by um, some outlets, but it hasn't really been spoken about, and it's probably been a personal view of mine is yeah. if we keep putting restrictions and making players feel uncomfortable that they can't go out and even have a beer with their mates, yep. are we leading them to more dangerous paths? Behind closed doors, hundred percent. You, yeah. you wonder all these like incidents have happened. That's happened in the AFL have been drug related. You wonder yeah. why why they've gone in that avenue. Um, and oh, there's not a, there's not a problem in the AFL with drug use, but yeah. it's a society it's issue. It's a society. Like it's you, yeah. do, you do all the statistic and analyze like the age groups and demographic of the, the broader one in the AFL, and they're all young men. And yeah. we're we're obviously, I reckon, honestly, we're better than the, what the public is. Like in terms of drug use and yeah, alcohol there's more eyes on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy gets a photo taken of him, but I honestly believe if we go down the path of not being able to have a beer on a Sunday, um, obviously circumstances. The club has obviously come out and said, "Look, there's a protocol here. We can't drink while in rehab," which is in every AFL club usually. Yeah. Um. Then drug use is a thing. You can do it in the privacy of your own home. You can do it <coughs> at, at the pub and the tour centers, and then continue eating your food, and no one would know. So yeah. That's what's concerning me. Like there, there could be a rise in that because I know next next players might have a, want to have a beer on the weekend. Um, will be a little bit not shitting them, but they'll be like yeah. thinking thinking twice about that because you got absolute drongos out there that on the camera phone doing the old reverse selfie. He doesn't even notice me over there. I'm a Stephen May is drinking. Yeah, and then to send into the media, you're yeah. What a dick. What a dick. Like, and not that. enough is made about that. I can't have enough. Like I've seen a few comments on Twitter which is um, backing that up, which is good because, yeah, it's, it's not – It's not. I just don't understand the public. Like, even when I was in that big day out thing, like, instead yep. of people trying to break the fight up with which who my best friend – they were my best friends, which is mm. a whole other story. Yeah. There was about 50 camera phones on you straight away. It's like, yeah. it's, it's technology these days. It's ridiculous. And everyone's everyone knows that. It's just about um, not putting yourself in that situation. So – I did text Stephen May last night and said, "Hey, mate, hope you feel, hope you're okay." Um, he replied with, "Yeah, well, good, bro. Thanks for that." Um, he seems a bit, bit sheepish at the moment, which is fair enough. Um, yeah. All he can do now is put his bum, head down, bum up, really. So, yeah. which um, he's doing, which he's has doing, been, uh, doing. he has been doing. So, yeah. I, I know for a fact that he'll, he'll come back big and struggling. He's got a chip on his shoulder now, and um, Jesus, look out for Stephen May when he comes back to AFL. That's for sure. Yeah. What else we got, man? Uh, what else? Uh, well, you said there was a couple of things that you wanted to talk about, and nothing's <laughs> off limits, so that's okay. So, come you know, at me. Come it's, at me. It's your show, so let's let's. Uh, Is let's, it my show? Well, I think you're starting to take over. We're fifty-fifty joint partners. By the way, am I allowed um, to leave this coffee cup here? Like this is Game of Thrones type thing. What's that? Have you seen Game of Thrones? No, so this is going over my head. God, where are no. you been doing, man? So no. obviously, um. Oh, this is totally off topic, but yeah. Game of Thrones, it's very medieval um, and they had a very important scene and there's a coffee cup. Mm. <laughs> I think it's Starbucks coffee cup on the table mm. in, in the scene. So that's just a little off Didn't get picked thing. up? If, yeah, it got picked up. Oh, really? Oh, so Everyone's like, it's a big episode and everyone's all over it. So Nice I, product placement. I thought that was funny. Accidental, <laughs> but funny. Well, obviously we've got to talk about your, your little boy, the magician. 
Okay, yep, yep. Okay, um, yeah. Have you had a chance to speak to him or not? Uh, I was at the game on uh, Sunday All right, afternoon. So you, you run me through um, your perspective as a fan of the game and take out your bias, best friend, best friend opinion on him. Yeah, okay. Um, look, I, I, th- I thought in real time, um, seeing Shield obviously go down, I thought, okay, well, hold on, there's something here. And, and straight away, the umpire actually um, reported uh, yeah. G for striking So straight away I thought Okay well um, What's what's going on here And then um, I waited for the replay To come up And, and actually yeah. had a, a better look at it then And it, Even then it was really hard To determine Because I've always said When you slow down Play by play Frame by frame Everything always looks worse But yep. um, Look on reflection Once I actually had a chance To look at it in detail I'm not surprised um, That uh, It was a free kick But I, I thought That's where it should have been left And I'm not just saying that For yeah, obvious yeah. reasons no, But 100%. Um, I, I did think it, it warranted a free kick, as as G said last night, but nothing more. I mean, we, we can't we can't be afraid to be physical in this game. I mean, you you yourself know oh, what it's gonna, like you're to say that to me. Well, you, you yourself know <laughs> what it's like to to go out there and want to to be physical. And, yeah, yeah. and in defence of of Gary as well, I mean, he was trying to to get away. And, yeah. and move his momentum out, which is why he was swinging. So yeah. um, all this, I'm sure, was said in the tribunal last night. But I, I, I did think on reflection that, yep, free quick, but really nothing more. But yeah. uh, what did you think? I'd be keen to get your thoughts. <sighs> yeah, well, I agree with all of that. I don't think it was a suspension, but um, it's a suspension. If that makes sense, like I don't want it, I don't want him to get suspended yeah. for that because that's not a not not worthy of suspension. But the rules say you leave the ground and you connect to a head with an elbow. Regardless of who you are, 325-game player, absolutely goat of the game, um, that's that's a weaker. I got done yeah. for the exactly same thing, round one in my 150th last yeah. year. I literally had a sec, like split second. I remember some, that. Someone came to a shirt from me and I've just like, not shit him, but I've put my elbow up to protect myself and it's yeah. copped him in the neck and he's dropped. Exact same thing. He got up, no medical report. Uh, you're a week, week out of the game, Mitch Robinson. Thanks for coming. But yeah. I don't know. There's a few few holes in it. I know, I, look, I actually love Gary Ablett. Like he's I'm not just mm. saying this because he's your mate and he's probably going to listen to this. But um, he doesn't miss a show. He doesn't miss a show. Yeah. Um, he had plenty of opportunity to get out of the way with no contact. Didn't have to leave the ground. He led with his elbow, regardless of doing a 360. He's got the best agility in the game. One of the best. You know this. You know he does have good agility. He can easily yeah. sidestep the shit out of that. Yeah. He's yeah. getting off the handball and it's hit him late. Yeah. But, Man, but, but, I felt like I was going to get a week for watching it, let yeah, alone... but, like, aren't players made... Like, you, you, you have to make split-second decisions... Why jump? ...in such a short period of time. Well, well my understanding was... Doing a pirouette. Well, he, he thought Shields was, was going over his head, which is why he tried to, to smother in the oh, first the place. Handball. and then Yeah, and then okay. delayed the handball, yeah, okay. which is where the momentum shift happened. All but coaches tell you don't leave the ground for a... You'll put your bumper bars on. Yeah. You just stop his run by. And I think that's always the, the danger that you, yeah. as the opposing player, make when you do leave the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've seen three of those being suspended. Uh, we had Dylan Grimes, who hit Elliot over the boundary line. Uh, we had James Cousins. That one that, wasn't that yeah. wasn't a suspension either. He yeah. literally just hit him. Um, that was last week. That's right. Last yeah. week, that one, and there was another one as well. Who was it? Oh, there was me last year. Oh, let me just check my phone. Yeah. So, so your view is have it some consistency, been a, man. Yeah. Like I don't care if he hasn't had a strike in his whole career. And Dustin Martin got done as well. Yeah, but didn't didn't the system work then? Because he was cited. For yeah, yeah. one week, Sweet. and then yeah, so he was suspended. But, but then, then there's the, an appeal system. Yeah, or but then you look at that system. like. 
obviously, I think it's look. I'm going to go on a limb here. The MRO, if it was me, I wouldn't even bother. Mate, you'd be out for three, four weeks. I wouldn't even bother. And the club would tell me, look, we're not going to waste that money on you going there and trying to fight this because it's clear cut. You left the ground, elbow hit him in the head, neck area, whatever you want to say. Um, you, you'd get done for sure. So. That's just a waste of money for the club to even bother with that. So I wouldn't yeah. go for it. Um, obviously, these big clubs, Geelong, Richmond, um, Hawthorne, they they probably appeal a lot of those things. So yeah. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm glad he got off. I'm honestly, I'm yeah. glad. Um, I just Is, want, isn't I just the want game consistency in this shit? Like I don't. Yeah. No, no one knows what's going on in terms yeah. of that. Like if you appeal it, you're a 50-50 chance. But yeah. So honestly, all I want is consistency. So the players know what they can and can't do. There's so much grey area today. Um, you get reported and then you can either fight or you can't fight. I don't know. But good on him getting off. Good on the Geelong uh, lawyers who were in there as well. And I think Gary spoke really well in there and he um, didn't panic under questions. Like I've been to MRO a few times and it's, oh, yeah. you get pretty uh, pretty nervous on stage and it's a little bit daunting. So he's obviously a very good speaker and he's done well. So Gary Ablett, three votes. Yeah. Isn't the game richer though when the stars are out playing? Yeah, man. Of course. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do, but do, like what's... What about the other players, like the medium players like me? Yeah, but like you've still got the same capacity to go out and challenge at tribunal. Yeah, 100%. And win, and like I, what Gary yeah, did. And I've changed my game dramatically. I haven't even been fine this year. And yeah. Hippie was involved in an incident on the weekend where he like went in for a late spoil that. and collected a guy. And I was arming and arming. Well, there was five blokes on him, on Hippie. And I was like, shit, yeah. i got to go in there now. So yeah, didn't get fined. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, no, look, oh, I thought it was a free kick. I thought it was nothing yeah. more than that yeah. though. Free, free kick. Play on. Yep, yep. Now, um, we, now we can win the brown low and come, yeah. come on the show on the day after. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll bring all this equipment and shit down to Melbourne. Yeah. And get in there. We'll hire a studio if we have to. I have told him that. Done. Um, he, can pay, he can pay for it though. Yeah. Well, because well, I, I caught up with him on the Monday and um, we were going through it. And look, to be honest, we were pretty confident when we were sort of chatting through what yeah. we thought would happen. Yeah. Um, and even if it if it did play out the way so that he was, it did. he was confident he'd get off? I, I think he was really confident in his... In, in he knew what happened and, yeah. and even talking to Shields afterwards. Yeah, um, he, was, he was adamant the way he was speaking, so it made sense. Yeah, and, and to be honest, I think, look, I'm not trying to use the good bloke rule, but when you've played 320-odd games and 18 years and haven't been suspended, I think yeah, that has effort. to count for something. Effort. It's a fair effort. Yeah. I'm going to give him that. Yeah, I think that has to count for something. Yeah. I mean, there wouldn't be too many other – there'd be a lot of players that play in the same fair spirit, and, and he's one of them. So yeah. um, uh, I've, I've tagged him a few times. He's actually – a very good competitor, and he hasn't uh, given too much back. Yeah. So Does he actually, talk? One game, talk? one game, he actually texted me after the game because he he uh, got pretty personal in an attack on me, and I was like, man, I forgot about that straight after the game. Like, whatever happens on field stage. Really? Like, yeah, so I got his number. Yeah. So I was like, oh, damn, Gary Hebler texted me. Yeah. So that's the game that he hurt his shoulder in too. So um, oh. he, he went to tackle me and, like, done his shoulder, and he's out for the rest of the year. So, yeah. Gaza. Yeah, we'll um we'll save that for uh, the episode when he jumps on. We'll, oh, fuck we'll, it. we'll replay we'll, this. Is we'll, we'll hit we'll hit him we'll hit him with that. Yeah, um, hit between the eyes with that. I'll just bring up that text. Yeah, one hundred percent. Now the last time, so Ke- Ke- Jeremy Cameron, Jez is on thirty goals. Thirty goals, seven uh, games. Now the last time a player was on thirty goals after seven rounds was Lance Franklin in two thousand and eight, and he went on 100. to kick a hundred. And I think against Colton and Favola was a ninety nine, and they put four players on Favola because they didn't want him to take the limelight. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Now, could he do it? Could he actually be the first player since Buddy to kick a hundred goals? Or do you not believe we'll see another player kick a hundred goals? Just given the vast spread of goal kickers that that teams have nowadays i'm gonna say no he's not gonna kick 100 um 
he started amazingly. I'll give him that. He's mm. really set the footy world on fire with his goals and his prowess around the contest. And he's been racking up disposals as well. So yeah. the game plan works, but I don't think he's going to kick 100 this year. Um, I don't think we'll see another 100 goal kicker unless uh, Favola comes back. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he had five goals, 12. He played country footy the other day. So, no, I don't, I don't think he'll do it. Um, I would have loved to get Jeremy Cameron on, but he's still um, filthy on me for not... Uh, Forgot about that. For tweeting yep. at him last year. So, yep. No, he, he's playing some really good footy. And the thing is with um, teams having that player who can kick those bags is great and all, but then you kind of shut down that avenue and where do the other goals come from? Obviously, they've got some really good players in Toby Green and whatnot in their forward line who can kick uh, a handful of goals. But we, um, as a club, we, we get, as Brisbane Lions, we get happy when we have an even spread of goal kickers. So if we have 10 plus goal kickers in a game, we're really happy with that because you can't shut everyone down type thing. Um, so if Hippie, does, Hippie or McStay or, you know, Charlie Cameron kick the goals and you've got Link McCarthy can pop up, midfielders go forward, Zorko can kick a few goals here and there. And I think we're seeing less and less um, high score games of 100 plus points. So I don't see um, him kicking 100 this year, but if he stays on track, he's mid-90s. I, I believe yeah. he can get 80 to 90 and that'd be, that'd be just as good as 100 in today's game, yeah. in my opinion. So um, good luck to him, but no, I don't, I don't think that'll happen. So you don't think any player nah. will kick 100 goals in the next 10 years? Unless they change the rules. Yeah. But well, they kind of have. have. I mean, the six to so six. The scoring's gone six. backwards. Yeah, but it's I been think... the lowest scoring since in 52 years, I think. I, I think the starting positions have had a. Oh, a, I, I love the 666. Yeah, it's yeah. good for us because we're kicking goals from centre bounce. Um, yeah. And it gives the forwards more opportunity to um, have that free run and play to their abilities because it's six on six. Yeah. Um, that's a, obviously a good rule. And you got one, you know, bear in the square, as we call it, um, one in the yep. goal square. So I don't know. If he keeps kicking bags, like he can have like a one bad game, then kick six, and then maybe two, and then kick another six and stuff. So is this um GWS are flying. Like they're a very good team. They're the Ferraris, yeah, yeah. the AFL, um, they're very silky smooth and they get the ball going forward and they're a fast team. So yep. Jeremy Cameron's an absolutely champion of the game. He's all Australian form and even if he just misses a couple of games here and there, he'd still be all Australian. So I don't know. I don't, I don't believe he'll get a hundred, but hey, I'd love to eat my words. I'd love to see it. It'd be yeah. awesome. Because I've never played yeah. an era. I, I, that one when Franklin, that was the year before I got drafted. So yep. I haven't been in that situation to be able to witness that. And I'd love to see it. Yeah. I, I think the game is, is like it, it, it needs, it needs it, it to happen. It, like it, it needs it to happen. I'm not, I don't watch, I only watch the footy games when I'm playing against that team. So as a fan, you watch the games. Is it exciting to watch AFL? It is. It, it, I've always said it's a better live product um, than, than than TV. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I think rugby oh, league yeah, is a better TV live, product. Yeah, 100%. Um, but it is. like it's, it's as a fan and as a consumer of the game, um, I think the game's in really good hands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I do like the committees they set enough. Um, it makes sense to have you know, laws of the game and trying to make it better. I just, I think we go overboard sometimes with what we're trying to do with the game. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm enjoying playing at the moment. Um, that's rare for me to say. Um, obviously, the cha- the kind of easing up on the taking the legs out, which is yep. amazing because that's yep. been that's been one of my things for a long time. But I'm actually really enjoying playing the game at the moment. Um, I'm trying to keep my cool in games, umpires. I'm trying to get yeah, off their back. Yep, so that's yep. one thing for me. But I think it's really good. I, I agree with you. I think it's in good hands at the moment. I think you know, our, our brand of footy is really exciting and at the lines and we, you know, we've kicked 100 points, geez, probably like four or five times in, in the year. Yep. Um, so 
you know, we like to move the ball fast and score heavily. So that's 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 a good thing. I think Damien Barrett on AFL.com.au yesterday said you What's were his favourite player. I think what? he said he was one of your favorite. Uh, you're one of his favourite players. I think Jimmy Bartel might have even said that as well. So Jimmy, if you're uh, watching me, concave. Nah, joking. Yeah. I'm boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I appreciate that. There, um, it's it's. You don't get much praise uh, in the role I play, so I appreciate them saying that. Yep, and uh, one of the highest rating in the game podcast episodes on afl.com.au yeah, features yeah, Mitch yeah. Robinson and yeah. David Barrett, yep. so make sure to go out and check that out yeah, on afl.com.au. So, that, uh, what is it? It's Wednesday morning, nice and early. This will be up um, this afternoon, so if anything's happened by then in the news in the news world, we're sorry, but thank you for coming up again. I appreciate that. I know it's a, it's a, it's a long drive. How long did it take today? Uh Today was a good time. I got here 15 minutes before you went out and got coffee. You did, so you did. Um, um, thanks for 20 bucks too for the coffees. That's all right. But no, you can um, you can catch us on iTunes, in YouTube. Um, also, there's obviously Spotify and SoundCloud. But stop using those links. Go to our iTunes because uh, we didn't get as high as I wanted to last week. I think we got to 20 something. So that's not great. Come yeah. on, come on, guys, buy into it and subscribe and subscribe and obviously exclusiveinsight.com.au. 100%. Uh, yeah, either or. And 100%. check out that Gar- Gary Rowan. Um, I'm pointing at the camera. You can't see that on iTunes, but I'm pointing at the camera. Make sure you check it out. It's a, it's a really good interview. Um, hopefully, you'll see a few more of those. You will. Absolutely. In the coming weeks. Good to be here. Go the Lions. Woo! See you soon.